Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Hilchai Shechita Peidik Beis begins by speaking about the Mokoim where one is allowed to shecht, and that is anywhere in the world other than the Halachic Azara. Because of the rule that one may not shecht chulen ba'azara, really you may not even bring food in there. If someone shechted a kosher animal type ba'azara, not only may that meat not be eaten, it's actually also asur bahana. Now, the Ramam speaks about another makoim din connected to shechit, and that is you're shechting the animal over what? The blood will be falling into what? So one may not shecht in a way in a place where the blood will flow directly into seas or rivers. That was the way of pagans who were worshipping the waters, or even L'Shem Refua. One may not shech directly inside a guma, inside some sort of pit. Right outside of it, even though the blood will flow into it, will be okay. Or if a person is in a boat, they can shech over the other side, but not directly in the water, as long as the blood goes on the wall of the ship, even though it's indirectly going into the water, that will be okay. The Ramam speaks about how does one shecht with details of the knife above and the knife uh, below, the Makaim Hashchita, as we learned in the previous chapter. And for the rest of the chapter, the Ramam establishes two rules. Rule number one is, is that when we're speaking about Shechitas Chulin, right? Shechitas Chulin does not need Kavana at all, Mamish. That means that even if a person threw a knife aimlessly, they had no intent to do an act of Shechita. It happened to be that the knife went by and severed and cut a neck of a kosher animal type in a way, as we mentioned in the first chapter, that it cut at least reiv shnei simanim or reiv siman echad ba'ayf. That's mamish akasha deshkita, which is why a chedesh, a shaita, a cotton, even a shikit, as long as someone watched them shecht. And you know, as we'll learn in the next chapter, that all of the basic rules um, that can withhold the shkita of being kosher did not happen. The shkita will be kosher. In other words, you don't need kavana. But you need koyach adam, and if there was a negative kavana, what will be a negative kavana? For example, a person who shechts l'shem harim, not l'shem harim for avodah l'shem harim the goyim had an idea that if you're going to shecht it for the mountains, it's going to bring some sort of sugula for the fuah mashal. Then it, that's not good. That's called a negative kavana. No need to say if you shechted it l'shem avodah Furthermore, if a person shechted an animal l'shem kachim. Now, really, the emesis is that for an animal to be kachim, first you have to be magdish the animal. Here we're speaking about a person that never went through that step. So even though that they had in mind while they're shechting, let's say, l'shem shlamim, it's not a shlamim, but there is a maras ayin issue, which makes the shechita invalid. But if the animal is a type of animal that you can't stam be magdish, because it's an animal that only is brought if you're chayiv to bring it. So let's say if a person is not chayiv chatas, shechted an animal for his chatas, then, then um, there is no maras ayin issue um, and shchitasik sheira. But if a person is chayev chatos, even though be'emes they first have to be magdish the animal, and here they weren't. Nevertheless, because of the maras ayin issue, as we mentioned, the animal won't be kosher.